All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Friday, May 1st, 2020. I can't believe it's already May. Uh, I am your host, Detroit sports writer Nolan Bianchi, here today, as always, with my co-host, longtime Red Wings fan, Ethan Smith. Hi. Hi, Ethan Smith. Uh, And we are joined today by Sergio Colchester, friend of the program and special bracketologist for our 64-man tournament, getting to the (laughs) bottom of which Red Wings figure is the greatest of all time. Business. The championship round of our tournament. It's the number one overall, Steve Eisman, versus the number two overall, Gordie Howe. Somehow we always knew that these two would come together, and I'm excited for it. You guys excited for it? Oh, dude, I've been waiting. We crowned a third-place winner in yesterday's episode. We put uh, – well, we, we won't say who won. We'll, we'll let the listeners go back and listen for themselves. Uh, but if you haven't checked that one out already, it's Nicholas Lissom versus Sergey Fedorov. That was a good one. That was one of my favorite debates that we've had because they're two completely different players. And, and you know, we've obviously debated a lot of players throughout this tournament. But when you're, you know, kind of having them battle for such a high spot in this ranking, it makes it really interesting the things that you nitpick on and the things that maybe you uh, you criticize somebody for. But that was a really fun podcast. I'm hoping today's is the same. Uh, we will introduce first our number one seed, and that is the captain, Steve Eisman, fourth overall pick in 1983, three-time Stanley Cups, leading Red Wings playoff scorer, uh, holds the NHL record for longest-serving captain, 1,303 games, wearing the C, seventh all-time in assists or in points, ninth all-time in assists, tenth all-time in goals, ten-time All-Star, two 60-goal seasons, five 50-goal seasons, and six straight seasons with 100-plus points during his tenure as a Red Wing. He's the he was the captain when I was growing up. Uh, he was the the first captain that I ever knew as a Red Wings fan. You know we little boy in kindergarten and first grade and all that other good stuff. Uh, He is somebody that to me uh, ranks above anybody else that could have possibly come before or after him, except for Gordie Howe. So I think this is going to be a good matchup. I I, I completely agree. This is a a comparison between eras, two players that I think represent very similar uh, sort of, ethos to, to two ge- different generations of, of Red Wings fans and uh, I'm, I'm itching to go. I, I don't know who I'm going to pick. I, don't I genuinely either. don't know either. I genuinely and, don't know. Who. And we will get uh, we, we will kind of come to a conclusion at the end of the episode. We kind of did this on yesterday's where we, we just stacked them up against each other, compared them against each other and uh, came to a conclusion at the end. Now we got Gordie Howe here. First in Red Wings history in points, goals, games played, second in assists, fourth in all-time points uh, in NHL history with 1,850, second in all-time goals with 801, tenth all-time assists with 1,049, most NHL regular season games played in NHL history, uh, most NHL regular season games played with a single team, most NHL seasons played uh, tied with Chris Chelios for 26. And he's the oldest player to ever play in the NHL, 52 years, 11 days. Also has the most NHL All-Star game appearances with 23. The accolades do not stop for Mr. Gordie Howe, but does it, is it enough to put him over the captain, Steve Eisman? Sergio, we'll start with you. You know, it's tough. I called my grandfather earlier today because uh, I, I, I couldn't, I appreciate I couldn't the decide. Commitment. I wanted to. 
Or you, do you, you know, I tell you what, what Sergio, you've been doing a lot to make yourself a mainstay on this podcast. I appreciate that, boys. It's an I honor. Hear, I hear calling um, Yeah. Well, so I, I, called, I called my grandfather, and you know, he is uh, you know, really true diehard Red Wings fan uh, and has been one for uh, 90 years now, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. Shout out to him. Uh, but I wanted to hear from his perspective where Steve Eisenman could stack up to Gordy Howe, and from his perspective, he couldn't. It's not even close. Um, my grandfather said, and I think we, we forget this, that before Wayne Gretzky came around, Gordy Howe was the definition of a hockey player. He sort of set the standard for, for a lot of what we think of as the, the trope that is the hockey player, the toughness. Uh, the classiness, the the skill, um, that that all was, you know, you think about Jerry West being the NBA logo. It's almost like Gordie Howe was the logo of what it, what it meant to be a hockey player. That, that's what they mean when they sit, when they call him Mister Hockey. Um, and and so in that sense, uh, the the first thing that I would say because I, I know that eventually I'm gonna I'm gonna, probably gonna make a real strong argument for Steve Eiserman is that. Steve Eiserman means a lot to the city of Detroit, but Gordy Howe means a lot to the game of hockey. That is something that is not to be overlooked, but at the same time, is this a tournament determining the greatest hockey player to ever play for the Red Wings, or is it a tournament to decide the greatest Red Wing of all time? And I think those are two very different things, and one where Steve Eiserman has a much stronger case in the latter than he does in the former, but... We'll, uh, we'll get to that in just a bit. What do you got, Ethan? Just first impressions on, on this matchup. What I was thinking of when, when we logged on to Zoom here is that I wish this – I love the dramatic pause, doing this, more of that. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I've been practicing, actually. Um, just looking in the mirror and just starting a sentence and pausing like I'm collecting my thoughts and then continuing. Anyway, it was – I I would I wonder what this podcast would be like ten years in the future, fifteen years in the future. When, That's a good point. When Steve Eiserman has been the GM of the Red Wings for you know whatever ten fifteen years, let's say, and let's say he builds a team like he did in Tampa Bay that doesn't lose in the first round to Columbus. It's there. There's so many things that I, there's a lot that I thought about there, but Nolan, I'm not sure if you said this yet, but this is Mr. Hockey versus the captain. Mm-hmm. And it's like just two of the most iconic Red Wings of all time. And while one was, you know, it, he has a history in the sport and has since passed away. We have another one that's still here and still, especially with our organization now. So it's really going to be interesting to me to see how Sergio lawyerly rants about <laughs> both of these guys and then sways you to voting for somebody. <laughs> no, and that absolutely will happen, assuredly. Uh, 
Well, the thing is with Sergio, he always leads me to where my heart knows it wants to be, but my brain doesn't think it should. And then so that like Sergey Fedorov, I wanted to vote Sergey Fedorov. I just didn't know if I would be able to make a strong enough case for him. So I rely on Sergio to help me, you know, kind of lay the groundwork for these types of arguments. But uh, no, you're right. And I think what's interesting in, about those two nicknames, and it's a point I just brought up, is you have one guy, Mr. Hockey, who that is uh, an important name to the entire game. But then you have the one nickname, the captain, that kind of symbolizes, uh, you know, just how important this guy was to one specific franchise. Steve Eisenman is a guy. Well, go ahead. What? Well, it's, it's interesting when you think about it that way. If we're, if we're going to look at this as an argument and the parameters for that argument are who's the greatest Red Ring of all time, we're going to ignore sort of the national impact or the game-wide impact of both players. Which, which is which I'm I not. Which I don't. Necessarily... Which I don't. Hold on. Hold on. I don't. I'm not saying that that's you know what we're doing here. But, but I, I also think that it's what we necessarily need to do in order for this to be a close match, right? It, it, like if we're gonna even entertain any conversation where we're gonna put Steve Eisman up against Gordy Howe, and and that it's gonna be a close matchup, which I think it can be and it will be, it would require this being from a local or regional regional perspective rather than a national one because because if we're talking you know who had a bigger impact on the game of hockey or who who's you know a, a more prominent figure in sports it's not even kind of close undeniable yeah but 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 when we're but when you're looking at comparing them from that local perspective what this really comes down to is a comparison of two different eras um because they're pretty much the same figure. Gordie Howe is the Steve Eiserman of the 50s, and Steve Eiserman is the Gordie Howe of the 90s. And if you want to talk locally, then I got some good news for you. You can order all of oh your favorite God. foods. I know, I did it again. You can order all of, all of your local foods. Now how to sell some <laughs> all of your local foods. Through Postmates. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food, and that's why I love Postmates. But I kind of love them even more right now because when I can get, because I can get food delivered without ever leaving the house or opening the door, they got non-contact deliveries. So when I order from those local restaurants, be like my guys Gordy Howe and Steve Eisman, everything gets left outside my door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which I've been using a lot to order takeout from my favorite local restaurants, which Steve Eiserman may or may not eat at from time to time when he lives here. So listen up. You guys need to be supporting your neighborhood spots right now. It's what Steve Eiserman would do. It's what Gordy Howe would do. And I've been ordering local because it's a great way to support my community, just like those two fellows. But Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and dropping it off outside my door. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free much? delivery. $100 of free wow. delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code Locked On. That's code Locked On like the Lockdown Network, for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, nope. anytime you need it, Postmate it. 
No, and if we're doing a, a top 64 March Madness style bracket for the, the best at ad reads on podcast, I, I think you're taking down Bill Simmons in the final. I know. I was, I was just going to say that was like Bill Burr-esque. Like I, I enjoyed <laughs> listening to that ad read. That was just so smooth and effortless. <laughs> there was no plug. There was no cut. That was just you being you. That's right. That's right. And I, I think love- we got to let I, – I think – I think we got to let Ethan do the next ad read. Oh, let me do it. <laughs> you can do an ad read. I'll, I'll let you do that. Hey, you guys uh, we want got, we gotta We got to see, you know, what he's good at. I, I don't know if he can read, so I think that, like, uh, <laughs> it res- kind of be a problem, but it is what it is. I, Listen, if the ad read was about Chris Chelios, I think we'd see Chris Chelios' stock soaring. <laughs> Absolutely. But not more than Tyler Bertuzzi. Todd, yeah, Tyler Bertuzzi. Uh, that's an inside joke that you would get if you listened to the previous rounds of this Red Wings March Madness tournament. Uh, but let's get back to the action. I agree that this all breaks down to what has this person done, not just for the community, but I think when you when you just kind of – how big of a pillar was this person for so many years? And obviously, Gordie Howe is going to have a you know the longevity aspect to he retired – and then he's hanging around, and, and all these people, all these Red Wings that came after him have these stories about Gordie Howe just being around and meeting Gordie Howe and talking with Gordie Howe and him instilling these Red Wings principles in him, uh, et cetera, et cetera. The list really goes on and on of you know the, the impact that he had. But I don't want this to become a thing where we discount what Steve Eisman has done simply because he's not dead and as old as Gordie Howe was when he passed. If you consider him the hope of the Red Wings, he was drafted in 1983. That's over 10 years of, uh, you know, unfulfilled hope. And that, you know, we've talked about this on prior podcasts. It wasn't until the players from that 1989 draft started developing into superstars that the Red Wings ended up winning cups. No, but they won. They so, made the playoffs in '86. They won their first. They made the playoffs. Uh, or sorry, not '86. '86 was a bad year. They made the playoffs in '87. And really quick, uh-huh. Sergio. Really quick too. Like that could also be pointed to. You know, that's old it's ownerships. Easy to make the playoffs, yeah, it's it's old ownerships putting these teams together. And then when Illich buys this team, then the Eisman, then they start building with Devolano. So it was. It's more yeah, but- just like a one time. Well, now, because he was that person that Devilano drafted, that's like he is that guy that's going to lead us to something. They don't know what, but and, it was going to be something. And he ended up doing that. He ended up doing that, but it would be remiss to not mention the fact that, you know, in 1992, 93, 94, in that, in that time period, there were a lot of people that wanted the Red Wings to, to trade Steve Eisenman. And that's an un you know, it's an unavoidable part of his legacy. It's part of the part of the greatness that is Steve Eisenman raising the cup in 1997 is him overcoming such a long legacy of not getting the job done. And, and, and I would say this, I mean, I don't want to, we shouldn't spend too much time on Steve Eisenman as a GM, but if it takes 12 years for the Red Wings to become a Stanley Cup contender under Steve Eisenman, I don't think Steve Eisenman is going to make it as the Red Wings GM. And another point to that is the fact that, yes, he did not only overcome, 
but he ended up winning three Stanley Cups in a time where there were 28 teams in the NHL. He made how many Stanley Cup finals appearances when there were 20 something, 29 teams in the NHL. Like, and and that was, that's another thing that can't be overlooked is Gordie Howe played in an era where there were only six teams in the NHL. And I know I talked about that a little bit on last week's podcast, but I think when it comes down to Stanley Cups and perhaps, I think that's a good point to be made is that there's this very, very small pool to draw from. Like the odds were in their favor to win a Stanley Cup once every six years. That's that's a fantastic point. I think that's why you can stack. That's something that makes it possible for you to stack Steve Eiserman up against Gordy Howe. I think that Steve Eiserman, Steve Eiserman, Stanley Cups are worth a lot more than Gordy Howe's are. But the question that has to become then at that point, you know, can you really compare Steve Eiserman and his career statistics versus? you know, somebody of, of Gordy Howe's stature. So I, I don't want the six teams to take into effect of how unbelievably dominant Gordy Howe was. It doesn't matter if there were six teams. There could have been 30 teams. There's still nobody else. that You have to think that the, the best players in the league are still playing in that league of six people. They're not playing in the league with – you know, thirty-one. It's I, I understand. No, and I don't want that to better... take that. I don't want that to take away from what Gordy Howe did as an individual. But if you want to count strikes against Steve Eiserman for not getting it done until a certain point in his career, the odds were literally against him. Like Absolutely. statistically, Gordy Howe should have averaged a Stanley Cup. He should have averaged four Stanley Cups. He played twenty-four seasons here. He won four Stanley Cups. He averaged a Stanley Cup once every six years. Yeah, and like I, I, I don't want you know. Um, shit, I just lost my train of thought too. Well, and and I'm just kind of talking in the terms of what he, the impact he had on a team, because I think that plays into greatness way more than individual statistics does when you talk about who's the greater Red Wing instead of who's the greater hockey player. And like I, I don't want the. Uh, I, I've never really liked the whole. Well, he has two cups and he has four cups so like i i've it's different with every people are on different teams there's different you know the situation is different year to year so i'm completely with you with like the whole you know obviously gordy howe was is gordy howe mr hockey and like eiserman it's just different eras it's like the lebron and jordan debate man Mm -hmm. it's it's impossible to connect the two so in order to do that, I think you have to look at them individually. And, and what did each of these people mean to the Red Wings, the city of Detroit, the game of hockey? Um, you know, the story on Gordie Howe is he's, an, he's a legend. He, you know, he came in, he's the greatest goal scorer of, of you know, let, let's just say up until 1980. The, the greatest goal scorer there ever was the greatest skater there ever was one of the greatest tough guys there ever was a class act um, off of the ice to a point that it's a really significant part of his legacy. So sort of persona exists in a realm nationally and almost metaphorically that, that Steve Eiserman just doesn't exist within. 
then you turn the page to Steve Eiserman. He had a surgery to completely realign the way his fibula and tibia and kneecap connected to each other um, that had never been done on a professional athlete hoping to return. And he came back from that. And that happened in 2003. And he played for another three years. There are stories dating all the way back into the 90s about Steve Eiserman coming into the locker room in between periods and not even being able to walk. To me, Gordy Howe is greater in the game of hockey, but I'm just going to throw this out there right now. I think Steve Eiserman is a greater Red Wing. Is that where your vote lies, Nolan? That is where my that is that is the line I tell. Look, both of these guys gave their heart and soul for this sport. These guys have were born into this. They're, it's everything they have wanted to do in their careers or in their lives. They were lucky enough to do it as a career, and we were lucky enough to have them in Detroit for it. Without a doubt. Now, I mean, I don't. It's tough for me because I don't like doing the whole LeBron and Jordan debate because I remember one time. This tournament is one big LeBron and Jordan debate. It is. It really is. It really is. There's just no good answer. But if, if I'm thinking of a person that has had a bigger connection to the city and to the sport as a whole, I mean, I can't vote against Mr. Hockey. I just think in terms of who is more important to the sport as a whole and to this city and to the history of the Red Wings, I have a very hard time picking against Gordy Howe. Well, uh, let me try to sway you. No, and, no, and, you don't and need to. The, you don't need to. You're the tiebreaker. You don't need to sway anybody. Follow your heart, baby. Bring it home. Well, Bring it home. I, I think... I think for the finals, no. I think for the finals, we, we need to have a uh, consensus. Well, we're running out of time, Sergio. I, we don't necessarily have the time. Sergio, you're the, you're the tiebreaker here. So Steve Eiserman, I, I, I've said it a couple times on the, in this, this series of podcasts, Steve Eiserman is the greatest figure in Detroit sports in, in my lifetime. It's not close. Um, he's He's the most beloved Detroit athlete in my 32 years on this planet. Uh, and I want to, I want to, I think, you know, we've glossed over the reasons for that over these past several weeks. And I think we need to, we need to nail down a few things. I, I really want, it was important to me to get to that knee injury because uh, that, that's, that's, that level, that heart is something that I think connects with this city more than anything that Gordy Howe ever did Um, you know playing playing through pain coming back when you know nobody believed in you I I read articles I read a couple articles about his knee surgeries and his knee problems he hurt his knee in 1988 and doctors were telling him throughout the majority of his career like you're not you need to stop playing hockey because you're not going to be able to walk for you know for the bulk of your life Steve Eiserman has even come out and said recently he should have retired much, much earlier because, you know, the, the pain now that he's experiencing and what he deals with walking around day to day is unbearable. Um, he, he 
sacrificed his body in a way that I, I can't, that there isn't a, an athlete that I know of uh, did to bring, you know, hope and greatness to this city. Uh, but, but more so than that, you know, we, we go back, Steve Eisenman was drafted in the early 80s. He, uh, he had a season with 150 points uh, in the 80s. He was, at a time, one of the most electric forces on the ice in, in hockey history. He finished with 698 goals. There's, there's nothing that you can – you can't take anything away from him as far as what he did as a prolific goal creator and goal scorer. It's not that much – there's not that much disparity uh, as, you know, kind of the way we framed it here. And as a matter of fact, if you just go points per game, Steve Eiserman has more points per game than Gordy Howe in his yeah. NHL career. Well, you, I, I, you know, that it's such that so much of Gordy Howe's greatness is a product of his longevity. And, uh, you know, I go back, there was, you can talk shit about this as much as you want. Hindsight's twenty twenty. They ended up putting up the Verizon guy on Roger Tower. <laughs> but but there, when that Steve Eiserman banner went up and it stood 70 feet of Steve Eiserman, you know, getting ready for a face-off in the middle of the city, you know, uh, that was a testament to how much one city can love one athlete. And I don't think that Gordy Howe has an equivalent to that. Look, I, 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 I do think. Go ahead. Keep going. We're, we're, we're debating the parameters of greatness. And, you know, if we're looking at legislative intent, you know, this is technically the, the 64 greatest Red Wings of all time. There is no argument. Gordie Howe, if this, are, if, this, if this bracket was the greatest hockey players of all time, Gordie Howe wins in a landslide. But if we're talking just the 64 greatest Detroit Red Wings and the connection Send us home! The Take us home! I'm going Steve Eiserman. There we go. As I said before, it would be it would be emotionally dishonest to do anything else. What a ride! That was fun. Are you are you okay with that, Ethan? Not that it matters, but I, I it doesn't mean, matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should have said that. <laughs> uh, man, well that was fun i think i think we honestly ethan's gonna disagree with us i think we reached the right decision in a logical manner if you're just taking in all the things that and th- and this is a tough debate because you know how do you define greatness and that's something that we've struggled with throughout this tournament uh through several different rounds but uh i think at the end of the day if you just break it down to greatest red wing it's Steve Eiserman. Greatest hockey player is a different story, but greatest Red Wing, like we've said before, it's uh, you can't beat the captain. Longest serving captain in NHL history. Fair enough. <laughs> Ethan's. I feel good about it. 
All right. Well, uh, we certainly hope that you enjoyed uh, the conclusion of the 64-man tournament. If you haven't already, you want to relive the fun, go ahead and feel free to go back into our archive and uh, listen to the previous rounds. We get a little uh, fast and loose with some Tyler Bertuzzi arguments, you know, first and second round. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time doing this tournament. We'll see you guys next week.